Hey, I'm Lex. And I'm Serena. Host of the Dream Body Playbook Podcast. A show all about transforming your life and your body to what you've always dreamed of. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests. And you'll get weight loss tips galore from top pros in the industry. And you're going to hear fitness secrets from the CCP team. Plus, you'll get nutrition and training help with our Is It Worth It episodes, where we'll review the latest trends hitting the internet to let you know if it's actually worth your time. Listen every Wednesday to the Dream Body Playbook. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Dream Body Playbook podcast. We missed you guys. We missed you guys. <laughs> it's been a while since we've been in the studio. Yep. What, like two weeks, maybe? That's a while. Something, that's, that's a while, while for us. <laughs> that's a while for us. Normally, we see each other every week. So we hope you guys are doing well. Um, yes. How are you doing? Oh, you know, a little anxious. I, what are you anxious about? We talked already. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. <laughs> Oh, 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 I'm just having... I was like, what are we talking about? I'm just having like, period oh, issues. Gotcha. That's all. Gotcha. Just little period issues. It's okay. We all have that. It happens. Time of the month. And How about stuff. you? Yeah. We're good. We're we're great. We have a lot of stuff going on right now. We're, we're busy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Do I say anything? <laughs> yeah, because this episode's not going to come out for like months. True, 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 true. So Nick and I bought a house. Ooh. I know. Very, very exciting. We're super pumped. We're truly just so blessed to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, big things coming. The house has so much space to where we're going to be able to do, well, I'm going to be able to do a lot more for you guys. We're going to be able to have like an at-home gym space, hopefully within the next near future. Of course, we're not diving into all of this at right. first. <laughs> I would love to dive into everything. Nick's like, whoa, Lex, pump the brakes. We got the wedding still. <laughs> we got the honeymoon still. I know. I'm like finding all of the furniture already. And he's like, okay, hold on. But yeah, around the time this episode comes out, we should be closing, I think. We don't have right. an exact date right now as we're like recording this episode, but we should be closing which is exciting. Yeah. So we'll definitely be in by the end of summer. We should be like fully in. Now, will we be fully furnished? Probably not. We're going to take our time on that. Right. Um, but it was just an offer we couldn't turn down and we're super stoked about it. And yeah. Can't wait to like have a party. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to come to the housewarming yeah, party. We'll definitely have a housewarming. We talked about that. We're, I think we're going to do, we're going to try to do something maybe like a month or so like after the wedding so that we yeah. give ourselves time to like, I want to have think, like places for you guys to sit when you come over. <laughs> Unless everyone bring a lawn chair, we'll all just sit in the living room. Exactly. It'll, it'll be fine. We'll sit on the floor, Japanese style. Right, exactly. Good. <laughs> Order pizza. No, yeah, that's something really, really exciting coming up for us. So, yeah, that's that's my, like, exciting news this week. Yeah, well, I don't have much of an exciting Big news, so it's fine. It, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We balance each other out. One exactly. week you'll have stuff, yeah. Yeah, you have your moment. Yeah, Big girl moves. <laughs> exactly. Full-on adulting. We didn't... <gasps> think that like yeah it was very weird. quick it was quick it was quick we were just talking about that we we did not plan on buying a house this past weekend we planned on looking for a house yep. this past weekend <laughs> but we found an opportunity that we just couldn't say no to couldn't turn down um i would have been the same way yeah there was there was talk of other offers coming in and it kind of getting swooped out from underneath us and we were talking, we were like, are we going to be really disappointed if that happens? And we were like, yeah, we're going to be like really upset if we miss out on this. And so that was our cue to like, it's your sign. Like, obviously this is it. If you are going to be really upset if it gets taken away. So we just jumped at it and we got it for a really killer deal, really killer interest rate and stuff. And it was just like, it would have been stupid for us to say no. So 
especially yeah. compared to everything that else that's out there on the market right now. Like, yeah, it's not, there's not a ton of stuff that we were specifically look like our style, you know? Right. Um, Cause your first house, so you don't, you probably don't really have a style yet. No. Yeah. And it was either you're finding really, really old stuff that was built in like 1910 mm. or you're finding really, really new stuff. That's really small. Cause they're compacting a thousand houses into one little neighborhood, you know? Yeah. So we got lucky. We found a, new build which is really cool because i love the fact that no one's been in it before it's gonna be like yeah you know this is you it's cleaner yeah you know it's you never know what people living there before but they're also very spacious and there's like there's only 150 builds being put in this community so it's not going to be like massive there's a pool mm-hmm. which is cool there's gonna be a big dog park Ooh. um not only that but we have a I don't want to say big yard. It's not big. It's it's a small yard, but for a townhouse, it is a bigger size, and we're going to fence it in. So Gus will have his own little mini park in our backyard. Yeah. So that was one thing that really attracted us to it, too, was we could fence this in for Gus, and he would love it. You could just let him outside. That's the whole reason we bought the house, for Gus. That's it. <laughs> he was the selling factor. <laughs> he really was. That was, like, our top part. You know what? When people go looking for houses, mm-hmm. they have, like, oh, I need this many bedrooms. That's this my style. grandma. <laughs> yeah, right? Ours was, we need a yard for Gus. That was it. <laughs> So we Valid. other stuff wasn't that picky, but we found it. So there you go. Yay. Well, congrats. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, y'all? So we don't run ads on this podcast and we probably won't ever. Our goal here is to share as much information and value with you as possible with a little entertainment, of course. But with that, we need your help in getting the word out about the Dream Body Playbook. So all we're asking for you to do is send this episode to a friend that you think would really benefit from it or share it on your social media stories and tag us. Also, one other thing we're going to be doing is giving away a $100 Amazon gift card to someone who rates and reviews this podcast every single month. So thank you in advance and we're looking forward to reading your reviews, but we'll get back to the episode. Cool. Okay. So now I'm done with my tangent about my house. (laughs) We are going to be talking about something that a lot of people do with the summer coming up. It's getting warmer. School's getting out soon. Fun is is coming. Fun is coming. (laughs) People are traveling. People are having barbecues, eating out, parties. parties. So weddings, weddings. Exactly. So we are covering all things vacation, traveling and eating out today. Yes. Um, So we hope this helps you guys going into this time of the year. Mm -hmm. I know it's probably even going to help us with like refreshing our memories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we brought up we want to do this topic because we've had a couple questions from current clients, but -hmm. also Serena and I have a lot of traveling planned. That's right. For the the next, uh, I guess, how many months are left in the year? Six, seven, eight, eight. No. Well. Not six. Three, nine. 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 There we go. Nine months left of the year. We've got pretty. Three and a half months in. Pretty hefty. I know that's scary. Like what? Yeah. What in the world? It's the middle of March. (laughs) It's crazy. By the time you guys are listening to this, we'll be a whole nother month in. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've got a lot of traveling coming up on our own. Um, You want to tell us a little bit about like your plans that you've got coming up? Yep. So, all right. Right now I'm a little stuck because... Drake is going on tour. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got to go see Drake. <laughs> Serena cannot miss out on Drake. Can't. And I already have to miss out on him coming to the Dreamville Festival in a few weeks in Raleigh. I was say that's in Raleigh, right? Yeah. It's very, it, like, it was very sudden. I was like, well, I can't. I'm not going to pay. Listen, I feel like I just saw that pop up like, as an yeah, advertisement. Like, like three weeks ago. And I'm like, well, that gives me no time to make any accommodations. Aren't those things normally planned like a year in advance? Yeah. Because I was going to buy v- the plan is to buy a VIP ticket. Yeah. So if I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Do it, you're going to do it big. <laughs> yeah. So I have to fit that in somewhere. Uh-huh. But as of right now, I'm supposed to go back to New York in Memorial Day weekend. Okay. 
Then I have probably Boston for my birthday. Uh-huh. Disney for Christian's birthday. Uh-huh. Your wedding in the middle of that in uh-huh. Charleston. And then ideally another little like beach getaway somewhere in there too. Heck yeah. And so the Drake concert is in Atlanta. Okay. It's the closest one. He's not coming to Charlotte for some reason, but Atlanta is the closest one. That's not bad. And it's in July. So okay, fitting um, that in. When in July? I think like the first weekend, maybe. Then why don't you just tie that in and keep going down to like Dustin area and like tie that in as one trip? Hmm, that's a good idea. It's a pretty beach. Might as well. <laughs> don't mind us over here planning Serena's vacation. <laughs> well, just that's saying. what I've got going on. What about you? Yeah. So my next, <clears throat> my first trip this year is not my first trip. I've already been to y'all, Austin. <laughs> y'all. 2023 is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to Nashville at the end of April for one of my best friend's bachelorette trips. Nice. I'm in her wedding. She's in my wedding, vice versa. And then, so that's in April. In May, during February, March, April, May. <laughs> What's next? I know I'm not the only one that does that. Oh, no. <laughs> May, I'm not going anywhere. I don't, I, I don't plan on traveling anywhere. <laughs> We've got plans like here, local, but we don't plan on traveling anywhere, which is great. June, no, we're staying here. We've got... That for said friend's wedding at the beginning of June. Got my bridal shower in June. That's pretty much how it's that for not traveling. It's all local, which right. is great. July, we have my bachelorette trip in Tulum, Mexico. You said something about your bridal portraits in Charleston. Oh, yeah. Thank you. End of June. We have okay. to go to Charleston okay. for my bridal <laughs> portraits. There we go. We are traveling a little bit. You're right. So that's one. At least it's like one a month. Yeah. And then end of July, we're going to Tulum for my bachelorette trip. And then August... Hopefully staying stationary. I might possibly <laughs> be going to Chicago for a weekend to see one of my best friends, Kendall. Nice. Um, we haven't officially planned that yet, but that's just been in the talks. And then obviously September is wedding month. We're going to Charleston mm-hmm. and get married. Then we're going to Paris. And then we're going to Crete, Greece. And then we're going to Santorini, Greece. And then we're home and I'm not leaving ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, after after that month of September... I think we're going to be pretty stationary. Maybe we might do a family trip like New Year's, but nothing has been like talked about that. That's just like a maybe sort of thing. So at least it's spaced out. It's pretty spaced out. Pretty good. And a lot of them too, I will say are weekend trips, which is nice. They aren't like full weeks. The only like long full week things that we have going on is the wedding stuff. Everything else is weekend trips, which is great, but still traveling, still in and out of airports, in cars, long road trips, eating out. Um, So yeah. Okay. Let's dive into how we're going to tackle this. Let's do it. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, when you go on trips, you can just throw everything out the window and go balls to the wall, which if you want to. Go sure. for it. Because I assure you, I'm not going to be tracking macros while I'm in Mexico for my bachelorette oh, trip. No. Or Please it, don't. Yeah, I'm not going to be doing that. Or on my honeymoon, I'm, I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be trying all the food, tequila, like, you know, all of the exactly. things. All of the things. So how do you find your balance of when to stay on track in quotation marks and when to kind of just like let yourself be free? Hmm, that's a good question. Okay, let me use when I went to Mexico. Okay. Last for your year, birthday, for my birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. all-inclusive resort mm-hmm. so you know you get everything that you want oh yeah i didn't really drink too much i had a couple drinks like the one night for my birthday and then i ended up getting sick so that's besides the point yeah but i don't know i kind of go for like a more balanced breakfast yeah like a good balanced breakfast obviously it's a buffet so i mean i can get as much as i want but right, i, but I feel like to. breakfast is the easiest place to do yeah that. yeah exactly and i try to make sure that i know like okay I'm eating this because I'm hungry and not because I just 
want to eat whatever and I like to go on the buffet and I just scoop a little bit of each thing if I really like something I might go back and get a little bit more but 99.9% of the time I won't finish my plate so I feel bad for taking that much food but I just won't finish it yeah and then lunch I like to do like a lighter lunch just mm-hmm. because hot beach right like out, snacks by the pool you yeah, know? yeah exactly and then dinner depending on like if I'm at the buffet or at a separate restaurant or something. It just depends. But I I feel like right now, since I'm so far into this like journey, I kind of know how to choose like more like macro friendly options, I guess. Smart choices, exactly. You also are very in tune with like your hunger cues and stuff as well, which takes a while to get to you guys. Don't expect to just be able to jump in there and do that, especially because we've grown up our whole lives with untraining our body from knowing hunger Mm -hmm. cues from the day you are two years old and your mom's like, you have to finish all of your green beans on your plate. Yep. Even though your body is telling you you're full, like we are born intuitive eaters. Like our bodies know when we need food, they know when we don't need any more. But as we've grown through society and just life, we untrain ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not not normal to like not know when to stop or when to start eating and stuff. I do like the fact that you brought up the all-inclusive resort thing. Did you okay. see my story the other day? Mm-mm. Okay. I told a story about an all-inclusive resort. Oh, I did see it. Yeah. Yep. So I'll, I'll just briefly go through and share this story with you guys because we're also going to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico and this will be the... For, for your bachelorette. Right. What, what resort? The Tulum Riviera Maya. Hilton Conrad? No, well, that's not the one I say that, but yeah. Nonetheless. It's <laughs> near the jungle gym and stuff, and you guys went there, right? No, because it was the day I got sick. Oh, dang. <laughs> I was, okay. We were supposed to go, and I was so mad because I got sick on Thursday, even though when we got there, we got there on a Monday, and then I said, maybe we should go to the jungle gym on Tuesday, uh-huh. get it out of the way, uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, no, we'll just go Thursday, and then, of course, I got sick on of Thursday. Of course, of course, so, yeah. Didn't we, even get to go. That was the whole reason why we went there. We're planning that into the itinerary, for sure. Like, half of the... We've got 12, 13-ish girls coming, Okay, and about half of the group is like avid gym goers and so we're like we're gonna get a car we're gonna make a group trip and I was like for the girlies that don't want to do it it's great it's on the beach you can sit on the beach like yeah go but we're gonna stay as a group for sure but anywho back to the all-inclusive thing this will be the next one that I'm going to since this experience Mm -hmm. um which I'm really excited about because I know I'm in such a different headspace but when we went it was my sophomore year of college and it was one of those like spring break like travel package things that like like almost literally I'm not kidding you like the entire Greek life of University of South Carolina was there. I'm not kidding. Like we, everyone we knew was there, but I went with three of my closest friends, like a couple of them I lived with Um, one's actually coming on the Tulum trip with us in nice. July and stuff too. But it was my first time going to an all-inclusive resort. And it was also during the time when I had just gotten diagnosed with celiac disease. So I had cut a bunch of stuff out. And you guys, when I first was diagnosed with celiac disease, I cut out a lot of stuff that like a lot of people think like potatoes, like carbs. I cut out carbs mm. because I didn't, I wasn't educated on like what actually gluten was. I just thought carbs were gluten, cut them out, you know? Yeah. Um. So hence ravenous hunger cues. Yeah. Hidden. But I had also cut out all animal product at the same time. Like oh, tried to go completely vegan. So I was literally living off of vegetables and fruit. Like that was it. Like I thought that was the way of life to live off of vegetables and fruit. I think I was doing some beans. Like beans were my main source of protein. Were you dairy at all? No. Oh. Yeah. So it was nothing. Yeah. And that lasted for a little while. I added dairy back in, I think like right before we went on this trip, because it was like three months in and I was like, oh, cheese. But you know, so I think I added it back in a right, maybe right before we went on this trip. But I remember like vividly just eating like a bowl of black beans for dinner with like everything but the bagel seasoning on them. Like that was my dinner. That was your dinner. Yeah. So when we got to this resort, I remember my head thinking like, 
okay, like I'm going to have access to literally anything. There's going to be like alcohol, of course, and like sophomore year in college, you're not 21 yet, but you're in a place that like you can drink legally. Yeah. Going to go balls to the walls. And so that's, and also being in that environment with like the entire school pretty much there, like Greek life school, I should say. And it just being spring break culture. <laughs> yep. White t-shirt contact, like the whole, it was the traditional thing you would see. Really? It was, it was crazy. It was um, like an experience. Never want to do it again. <laughs> never want to do it again. Absolutely not. But so I vividly remember after like my third drink or something, I was just like in my head, like screw it. I'm going to eat whatever I want. Like mm. pretty much binge the entire time we were there. Felt like shit. Cried multiple times. Like every time I was in the shower, I would cry. Cause I was just like, guilty and like beating myself up about it pretty much. And so that was my first experience with all-inclusive resorts. And of course I hid it from all the girls that I was with. Of course. You didn't want to bring down the vibes, you know, I wanted to feel yeah. like all happy and like things like that. I was also editing my pictures like crazy during that time. Cause I was crazy bloated the whole time from not only just the alcohol, but the, well, oh, did you eat gluten? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like chicken tenders and stuff like that. And I was just like, why? Like, mm. why? I don't Looking back, I'm like, why did I do that to myself? But also it's because I didn't know what I could and couldn't eat. And so I was yeah. cutting so much out that all my body and brain was like food, food, you know? Like I was probably eating like, well, I know I was eating less than 900 calories, but if I was eating 900 calories, that was like, that was a full day, you know? Just cause like I would track and make sure that I stayed under 900 calories and things like that. But that's very easy to do when all you're eating is broccoli and carrots. Gotta eat a lot of broccoli and right. carrots. Right, exactly, to exactly. So that was my first experience with all-inclusive resorts. And I'm super pumped to go back now and be like, so look how far I came. When you got engaged, when you were in Mexico last year, you weren't at all. No, yeah. So okay. that's the resort that we always stay out with my parents. And they now actually, this past summer was one that we just learned about. They have a new package that you can do the all-inclusive, oh. but we don't do that. We just do like the normal stay because we have our like little local places we like to go eat and stuff. We like to go off of um, yeah. the resort and eat when we're there. We've been we've been going since 2016, so we have, like, our Aww. places that we like to go. And my parents don't drink, and so normally me and Nick don't really drink when we're on vacation with them because it's just, like, a family thing. Yeah. So it's kind of – it defeats the purpose of it. But, yeah, so this will be my next one, and super excited about it. But if you have that mindset going into those things, that's where, where I'm here to tell you, like, it's not the end-all, be-all. You don't have to stay stuck yep. in that. And the biggest differences between me then and me now is balance. Yeah. It's the biggest, biggest difference because I had no balance back then. It was either zero or 100. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, hmm, we could hang out around 50, maybe 75 one day, yeah. maybe, maybe 30 one day. But we're like always kind of balancing it out. And obviously looking at the trip, and, and you probably did this when you were going to Mexico too, but that weekend, okay, with balance, I might be more... 60 40 for like you know right. versus 80 20 but then like the weeks before and the week after I'm gonna jump right back into my normal routine and fuel myself properly hydrate myself things along those lines to help balance yourself back out and also know yep. that like yeah you might not feel that great because it's a little bit different from what you're used to eating but yep. as soon as you get back into your normal routine and stuff the digestion's gonna come back to normal the yep. bloat's gonna come down. If you're drinking alcohol on your vacation and stuff, you're most likely gonna be a little constipated. Oh yeah. That's just natural. And it's dehydrator. You usually get constipated a little bit when you travel, depending on how you're one thousand percent because you're in a different environment. You've yep. and you've traveled like being on airplanes and stuff. There's just 
Yeah. A lot of things that go along with, I personally get so dehydrated on airplanes. Like we'll drink coconut water is actually really good for being on airplanes because it's full of electrolytes and stuff too. Personally, I don't love it that much. I don't. Nick loves it. He'll come home with like just a jug of it and drinking it like normal water. I think it kind of tastes dirty. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know exactly how to put that, but if you maybe add lemon and stuff to it, it might be a little different. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Or ooh. Pineapple juice. That's an adrenal cocktail coming at you. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You know, have you heard health and fitness coaches talk about how your metabolism can help you burn fat even while you're sleeping and you just think, how? Trust me, we get it. It's all so confusing to know what you need to do to get your metabolism working the way you want it to. But today, you're in luck. We've created a done-for-you daily checklist that will set your metabolism on fire. All you have to do is DM us checklist and we will send it your way completely for free. All right, now let's get back to the episode. I don't like to drink that much on airplanes because I don't want to get up and have to pee every five seconds. That's the problem for me. (laughs) I I always say that, but then I always end up drinking a lot before getting on because I Mm. know I'm not, I'm going to be dehydrated. But we also, I love ILC. I, that might be very yeah I feel like everyone used to always want the window seat but I love aisle seat so I can just get up and go get and I don't have go. to like make people move that's a good point yeah hmm. I also want to touch on the fact that getting back on track to your routine like almost immediately after you get back home is one of the best things that you can do in terms of like not only your mental state but like your, your actual physical progress too and I think it kind of helps take you out of like that all or nothing mentality because it's like okay maybe you did go balls to the wall on the vacation but that doesn't mean because you went balls to the wall on the vacation that you have to come home and continue to go balls to the wall right and quote-unquote lose track or get off track or lose your progress yeah you guys like that goes for even like your um work schedule and getting yeah. back into the groove of life like you're not on a schedule when you're on vacation you're most likely sleeping in a little bit taking a nap at two o'clock a little siesta and right siesta yeah Yeah, that's right (laughs) I I almost said siesta and I was like that's wrong (laughs) but getting back into the routine no matter how hard it is because it is pretty hard it is but the longer you say like oh I can just sleep in today because it was a long day of travel like giving yourself excuses almost it'll just repeat itself the next day and then the next day and then the next day day. and then before you know it you wasted a whole nother week when you should have been getting caught up on work or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. um but also like you said mental health because if you end up laying in bed and not doing all of the things that you know you need to get done you're just going to beat yourself up which in turn is just going to cause your anxiety to go up and you're going to think about things which is going to cause your sleep to go down which is going to cause your hunger hormones to go up you're going to eat it's just a whole pattern right it's a domino effect everything ties into one another for sure okay so how do we normally approach Let's just say a day at the airport. Mm. Okay. So it's all, it, obviously it's going to depend on like what time your flight is. Yeah. If you have to be at the airport at like 4 a.m. Might be a little bit different of a story. But let's oh, say yeah. you have to be at the airport at 10 o'clock. Your flight's at 12. Okay. okay. Cool. I'm the whole two hour prior person. <laughs> Not I. <laughs> <laughs> I. I like to make sure I get there. But I would highly recommend waking up a little bit earlier than you mm-hmm. probably. So if you say, hey, I need to get up by 8 in order, no matter like how I don't know where you guys live comparison to like your airports, right? Um, but say you need to get up at eight and then get the car packed, you know, make sure you have everything packed and stuff. I would say push it an hour. Say if you think you need to get up at eight, get up at seven. Okay. Give yourself an extra hour so that you have time to not only do those necessities that you need to do to get to the airport, but you also have time to maybe go on a walk around the block. Yeah. Cook an actual breakfast that is going to be filling. Avocado toast with the eggs. Make a cup of coffee. Get in a whole Stanley cup of water or whatever cup you and use. we don't have to buy the airport coffee. Don't have to buy the airport coffee unless you're like me and you just love coffee and you want one when you get there. 
<laughs> right? Same. Whatever it may be. But you can also wait till you get on the plane and they serve it there. But Interesting. Yeah, right? But then you also, like, you remember, you can't take water through the security. security. Yep. So if you get in at least 40 ounces before you get there, you can most likely wait a little while until you get in your next one without having to buy, like, the expensive airport like big uh, seven dollars for right, a bottle of water. for a bottle of water exactly so that's the way I would set up your morning is like think about what necessities do you have to do like making sure you have everything you need getting the car packed or calling an Uber and then you know like figuring out those details travel hack though not even a travel hack you guys probably know this but like <laughs> if you need to get an Uber to go to the airport schedule, schedule it. it schedule it in advance because you do not want to risk not having one show up for you anywho that was a side note but. Add that extra hour for things that you don't necessarily think about, like going yeah. for a little walk, especially if you have pets and like, say you're leaving your dog at home, like take your little puppy on a walk like before you leave him for a while, you right. know, and, and make yourself a breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Or whatever. If it's lunch before you go, make yourself a healthy balanced lunch and stuff like fuel yourself properly. So one, you're not having to spend a lot more money in the airport Two, you're fueled, you're ready to go. You're satisfied. And then also I would recommend doing this before the morning or the day of leaving but go to the grocery store and get some snacks that you can take through security to put in like your backpack or something. Yeah. Um, like a banana. Can you take a banana? Yeah. You can take, yeah, you can take solid take foods. Yeah. yeah. A banana or like the chomp bars or protein bars, mm -hmm. things along those lines have in your backpack already, because especially if you have allergies like me or any type of allergy, it can be hard to find something that yeah. for, for yourself that works. A lot, a lot of it is very processed. Yes. Stuff at the yeah, yeah, yeah. I have found I've, there's been certain airports, not necessarily the Charlotte one. I think the one that I found last time was in Phoenix. Maybe. I don't remember. But I actually did find a pretty good, like, decent-sized salad with, like, an apple and stuff that was, like, nice. didn't have croutons on it. And, like, you never know. For people with dairy allergies, like, all of those salads have cheese on it. Yeah. You know, they're already just, like, mixed in and stuff. So it can be hard. So plan ahead and act, like, as if you are going to have no options. Like, don't yeah. expect to find something because if you expect to find something, you're going to get stuck. And then you're yeah. going to get really, really hungry. And then you're going to just purchase something that's going to make you either feel like crap or you're just going to be, like, beating yourself up over it if you haven't got to that point in your mindset where you can like work through that yeah absolutely and it kind of goes the same for like if you're driving somewhere oh so yeah. I drive a lot of places no yeah for sure um and so for instance like the last two weekends ago when my grandma and I went to New York we drove hated it but we had packed like my grandpa got us like this nice big cooler and we packed a bunch of waters in there we put a little like Starbucks espresso things in there and we made like nice turkey sandwiches yeah, exactly in the morning so they were like fresh clementine stuff like that because we do not like stopping on the road for like food it's gross yeah we did stop at Starbucks in the morning just because I wanted egg white bites yeah oh, those <laughs> so are good I got those those are good um but other than that, I try to like limit the amount of stops that I'm making. And then once we got to New York that night, we went to Wegmans oh, and I got the best, grocery the best store. store ever, right? It's the best grocery and store. I went and got this like little chicken power bowl that they have. It's like chicken, green beans, way too much green beans for my liking, but chicken, green beans and rice with like this Peruvian like Ooh, yum. chimichurri sauce. It was so good. So just like making mindful choices and like kind of like planning ahead. Mm hmm. That way, and then like on the same way on the way back, like obviously we didn't have stuff to make anything, so we went to Wegmans. My grandma was sick, so I didn't really. I got her like crackers and ginger ale, mm -hmm. but I picked myself up like a nice healthy sandwich from there, and like other healthy snacks that I could have like yeah. while I was driving. Yeah, 
And also like that's key for while you're driving, like sandwiches are easier. Don't get like a Chipotle bowl and try to eat it while you're driving, you know? I wouldn't even recommend a burrito while you're driving. No, it's messy, right? It's gonna fall everywhere. So easy things like that. Yeah. How are you like on road trips with like bathroom stops? Well, this is like not really related, but I'm just wondering. I try to stop if I'm by myself. Uh I just stop twice Uh because whatever. I mean, it's a little bit harder. Like, obviously, I can't drink as much water. But with my grandma, wait twice all the way to New York. I'm trying to get there. It's a long ride. Girl, (laughs) if Nick's listening to this, he's like laughing. He knows exactly (laughs) what I'm about to say. But with my grandma, we stopped six times. Okay. That's a little much. Yeah. But I will say on the way to Charleston, normally me and Nick stop twice. Just Charleston. That's a three and a half, four hour drive, you guys. But the reason being, he yells at me every time I get in the car because I'll have my Stanley cup. I'll normally have a kombucha and then I'll have a coffee too. I get in the car with like three, three liquids and he looks at me like, no, (laughs) no. He's like, we're going to stop every hour. I already know it. And I'm like, well, it's fine. It's fine. And he, he ends up yelling at me like, not like actually you guys, you know, joking, yelling. Um, I feel like you have to clarify nowadays. Right. <laughs> he, he's nice to me. He's, he treats me like a princess. Um, but we end up stopping like before we even cross the North Carolina state line. And he's like, what the hell? I told you. <laughs> yeah. I finished my coffee and you know, th- that those go quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I was getting with like th- three liquids and he looks at me like, sometimes I'll get in with like my hydro jug, like my half gallon. And he's like, no, no he put like, it down. He like you can see it in his head. He's like have like battling himself, like trying to be like, be nice about it, but also like put it away. <laughs> it's funny, but I like to stay hydrated. I like to stay caffeinated, and I like to have a fun drink as well, like my kombucha. Exactly. Love kombucha. Fun fact for kombucha: Let's talk about alcohol for a second. Yeah. So this is something I actually started doing a while back, and I gave it to one of our clients. It was back in the holiday times when she was like struggling with social events and alcohol and not wanting to drink as much, but then also like being social. Like if she didn't have a drink, people were like, "Why aren't you drinking?" You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like no one has to ask you why you are drinking, but everyone asks you why you're not drinking. You yeah. know. Yeah. But something about it too, she'd gotten the habit of like having her glass of wine at night with Netflix before she goes to bed. And you guys, I am all, f- I love my wine as well. Mm-hmm. I love having a glass of red wine, but like, but typically if we do it, it's like on the weekends. I don't do it like throughout the weekend stuff. Yeah. And I really only do it like if Nick doesn't want a glass of wine, I won't have a glass of wine because in my opinion, it's not fun if he's not right. doing it either. <laughs> like he'll be like, you can have one. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's yeah. not fun if you're not doing it either. But that's just whatever. But there's something relaxing about having a glass of wine or like a glass, like a wine glass in your hand and like doing something relaxing, whether it be reading, taking a bath, watching a Netflix show. There's just something really unwinding about that. And I'm sure, can you relate to that? Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So what I started doing whenever I was trying to one, not purchase as much alcohol anymore either. And just like more, just like bring it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I put my kombucha in a wine glass. And it makes the biggest difference. Like I feel like I'm having my glass of wine at the end of the night, but it's just kombucha, yeah. and because it's fermented, so it kind of tastes a little alcoholy, but it's a little bit, yeah. yeah. And and that's what I had suggested this client do, and she was like, "That was game changer." She was like, "All I want now," and she's like, "It's the glass. It it's, is the glass." Because if you put it in a normal cup, it's not as fun. You feel a little bit fancier. You feel a little bit elevated, and you drink glass like your water or drink out of a wine glass, mm-hmm. and water while I said that I was thinking ahead of myself I even started pouring like ice water into like our wine glasses like at Hmm. dinner and Nick was like why are you doing that I was like it just feels elevated like it feels it's an elevated experience exactly I was like it feels a little nicer it feels like I don't know it just brings some sense of like ah that's nice yeah and it it's satisfying and yeah 
I have a point to make. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend Sarah, she actually has her own podcast too. So shout out Sarah. But I saw her post last night on Instagram and it was saying like she was doing little things in her life because she may not, she's trying to get somewhere to like be like a certain type of girl, like, you know, quote unquote that girl, but not that girl. Yeah. And she said that she's doing little things in her daily life or daily routines to kind of elevate the experience uh-huh. to kind of give her that feeling of like Love that. she's still getting there even though she may physically or mentally feel like crap. I love that. I was like, Oh, I'm going to start doing that. No, <laughs> seriously. It, so what, do you have some examples of things that she's done? One, I mean, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. It was like, I read it late last night, but like one, one of my other friends, eucalyptus hanging in their shower. I love the look of that too. Yeah. I'm a green girly. So anything where you can bring in like the natural greens, and yep. it's beautiful. Like even not to like go back to the new house and stuff, but like I've like envisioned like certain, like in my office, like an accent wall with like an olive green Ooh. wall or something like that. Especially yeah. if you didn't know our wedding colors are champagne and sage. So that, <laughs> that sage color and those like green colors are yeah. beautiful. So I love the look of the elliptical elliptical eucalyptus hanging from the shower. I think yep. it's so classic looking. Yeah, just small things to elevate. Like I did this like a week or two ago. I was not in a really good mood. So I was like, let me just elevate my shower experience. Yeah. So I played like classical music oh. and then I had like a little shower bomb thing. Uh-huh. And then I did a little coffee scrub. Light a candle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it felt like I was at a spa. I love it. (laughs) Or even just like playing like really low volume, like spa music, you know, Mm -hmm. just like tranquil sounds and stuff can be really, really calming. But I love that. And it's kind of like, I don't know if this is exactly, but kind of like bougie on a budget, you know? Yeah. Like you can do the smallest little things to make your life feel way more bougie. And it just, it will change the way you think. And it will change the way you act. I think I saw a quote or sorry, not saw, heard a quote on TikTok from Steve Harvey. And I was talking to Nick about this before too, because I I know I've mentioned this before, but Nick and I come from two different worlds of like money mindset and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm much more It'll come back to me. I know it'll come back to me. I'll spend. And he's much more like, hold on to it at all costs. We balance each other out very well. But this quote from Steve Harvey was talking about if he was like, if you're a woman and you're, and you're making like decent money for the first time in your life, go out and buy an expensive bag or an expensive pair of shoes, like buy that one thing, but do it once. And he said, once you have access to that bag to carry or that shoes, you become addicted to wanting things like that. So therefore it changes your mindset Mm. to work harder so that you can achieve things like that. So it's kind of the same thing. If you elevate your life in your home or your office or wherever it may be, you're kind of tricking yourself to being like, oh, I am that person that has that elevated life. And then in turn, you're going to make actions and choices that are going to really get you there. Does that make sense? Yes. And tying this back in, when you're traveling, it's going to make you want to come home and just get right back to that elevated lifestyle instead of just, like you said, dragging out that process of sleeping in and catching up and recovering. Yeah, for sure. Especially if if you have like that sanctuary to call it, you know, you're excited to come home. Like I've lived in places where like, you don't want to go home. (laughs) You want to stay on vacation. You're like, oh, I just want to, you want to stay wherever you're at to not go back to your normal routine because you're dreading it. Yeah. You feel like that. Sit down and really think like, okay, how can I set this up to where like going home feels as much as like a vacation as being on the vacation does? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I love that though. I love that. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like tricking your mind. It's a mindset thing, you guys. It's such a mindset thing. And as soon as you flip the switch and be like, Hey, 
even like going towards the traveling mm-hmm. of like, hey, like I am this healthy person that travels while on vacation or works out and still stays in like a lifestyle while on vacation, which we can talk about working out here in a second because we haven't really touched on that yet. Maybe this might sound cringe to some of you, but I know a lot of people have done it, but like start an Instagram to hold you accountable. Yeah, That's like initially how mine started. Like start an Instagram that you post and so that you can even call it like the fitness travel junkie. I don't know, something right. like that, right? So that you know every time you travel, you're going to document not only your travel, which is going to be great because you're going to have those pictures and videos and stuff from all these amazing experiences, but you're also going to document how you're staying healthy and that's going to hold you accountable to drinking your water, yep. having your fruits and vegetables, moving your body at least a few days throughout the thing, uh, throughout the vacation, however long you're there. So that's also another tip that can really be easier for holding you accountable while traveling and make it fun. That, and I actually heard a quote once too that said like, don't try to take your exact routine while you're traveling because Mm. then you're going to kind of be upset with yourself if you're not like on par with everything. So like for me, like I gratitude journal every morning, but I usually don't take it with me on vacation because I know that I'm probably not going to complete the gratitude journaling. And then it's going to make me feel bad about myself if I'm not completing that. So it's like almost like adapting like a travel schedule or travel routine. I love that. And I think a good way of doing this would be like take what you're doing during your normal week and cut it in half. And that's Mm -hmm. your travel routine. You know, like 50% of what you do during a normal week, that's your travel routine. Yeah. So if you work out five days a week, let's do four for easy math, then you're working out two days while you're traveling, you know? So, and if you get in more than two, great. If you get in two, cool, you hit your goal. If you gratitude journal journal every day, maybe you're only going to try and do it three or four days while you're on vacation setting yourself up for success that way Mm -hmm. so that you feel super successful. You feel like you're still staying in your quote unquote routine, sort of, Um, you're keeping up those habits, right? It might not be as consistently, but as far as working out and stuff, how do you approach that? Depends. Like when I went to Alpha Land last year, that was a trip mainly to work out. Right. So I went, but Mexico, we didn't, I don't think we worked out in Mexico, but we were doing a lot of walking around the resort. Actually, we were going to work out at the Tulum Jungle Gym, but we never did. That'll probably be my Um, only workout on the Bachelorette trip. Pool (laughs) pool workouts, whatever. We went to Myrtle Beach. Mm -hmm. That we did work out on. It was only like twice. Yeah. But I wasn't like pressed to like, okay, I need to work out every single day while I'm here. It's like, okay. If I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's work out, we can, but I'm not going to like stress myself out about making sure I'm hitting all those workouts because I know that I'm going to just get right back on my regular workout schedule when I'm when I'm back home. For sure. Exactly. And I think it depends on like where you're at too. Yeah. And traveling, it's way easier to incorporate activities that are movement dedicated and stuff versus like an actual workout. Yeah. So I'll give you two examples. In Mexico, the place that we go in Cabo, they have a bomb gym. Like it's fabulous. Like it's an indoor outdoor gym. And there's like, it literally like looks straight at the ocean and stuff. And so you guys are really loving and relating to this conversation and want to continue to learn more about this topic and countless others. Listen up. This is for you. We want to give you access to our free community of women on similar paths to you. Shoot us a DM on Insta with the word Facebook and we will get you in there ASAP. In that sense, Nick and I were like, we love this gym. We're going to use it because it's beautiful. When else do you get to do a workout and like stare straight at the ocean out in the like open air and stuff? It was beautiful. We actually filmed some workouts and stuff Mm. there. So like it makes it fun, right? Where's the videos? They're on Instagram somewhere. They're somewhere (laughs) in there. We we made some reels. But then when Kendall and I went to Hawaii, not last night, May before. Yeah. 
maybe before, 2021 May. And when we went to Hawaii then, we had told ourselves, because she is also a health coach online, and we were like, okay, we're going to film workouts, we're going to do all this stuff, yada, 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 yada. We ended up not. And we were like, you know, this is fine. We had the best freaking trip of our lives. We did one workout. We filmed one workout on the balcony because we actually had a pretty decent sized balcony. Nice. Um, but then everything else, we did one F45 workout because one of our other surgeon athletes at the time was an F45 instructor in Honolulu. So we oh. met up with her and took one of her classes, which was pretty cool. So we did that. We did one workout on the balcony and then we hiked a couple of days, yeah. which was intense. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Like we got to hike like a volcano and we considered that our workout. Like, you know, yeah. um, we surfed one morning, which is a crazy workout. Ooh. And then we also just did like a beach walk and stuff on other days. And so we were there for, I think it was seven or eight days, seven nights, I think. No, maybe seven days, six nights. But we did two official really like workout workouts at 45 and on the on the balcony mm-hmm. and then we hiked and then we surfed and we did beach walks so yeah. you can find other activities depending on where you travel but you find other activities that are movement dedicated that are, you can yeah. consider part of your workouts but it's not really like in the gym lifting weights, right it's workouts. a different form of workouts but honestly that's the fun stuff on vacation swimming is a very good full body workout oh my god that if you guys have never surfed <laughs> i was so sore for days after like my arms my back even like my legs from like you're so tense standing on the surfboard to like maintain your balance and stuff it was a blast so it was my second time doing it in Hawaii actually but the first time I was really young I don't remember it that much but this time was like it was so fun but yeah swimming and that like water activities oh yeah great workout great great workout but that's that's something I want you guys to focus on too is find wherever you're traveling find something that is going to help you explore that area even more Mm -hmm. it's like killing two birds with one stone you know exactly you're getting in movement but you're exploring you're trying new things so if you like I keep using surfing because I just talked about but if you've never surfed before and you're in a place where you can do it yeah like it's your workout and you're like checking something off your bucket list you know exactly yeah so that's why I'm I'm the same way though I approach it that way and I like the idea of what you said of set expectations for yourself on the trip in relation to what you do on a weekly basis but like cut it in half right so that way you're not like disappointing yourself right with unrealistic expectations for sure exactly cool anything else Mm. we should touch on Okay, let's talk about eating out on vacation and like planning ahead for that. Okay. Yeah. I I feel like we've talked on this before. If you're our current clients, you know we talk on this a lot. Yeah. But planning ahead. Yeah, planning ahead. If you know where you're going, a lot of times when you're on vacation, you might have reservations already, you know? That's right. So you know exactly where you're going. Check out the menu Menu. and track it ahead if you are tracking. If you're not, just be mindful about the things that you're deciding. Yeah. And just go into it prepared to know what you're already going to eat. And then also like, what I personally like to do is I would look at what we're, where we're going for dinner first and kind of see like, okay, maybe it's Italian. It's going to be a big Italian pasta dish with creamy sauce and stuff. Maybe I'm going to go a little bit lighter in the morning so that I'm yep. not as completely full and overdone at the end of the day. So maybe I'll do an egg white omelet with some avocado and some fruit and stuff in the morning. Then whatever, like I like to do the poolside snacks and stuff too when I'm yeah. on vacation. So like chips and guac, sometimes ceviche. Oh, mm. so good. Depending on where you're at. Ceviche. Getting that protein in and stuff. And then you just enjoy yourself at dinner and make you just set yourself up for success that way. Right. Work backwards. Instead of much. like a huge pancake French toast breakfast, then yeah. a huge fried chicken nacho lunch, yeah. and then a huge pasta dinner. Exactly. Exactly. 
I like the work backwards idea. Yeah, the work backwards, especially if you know that like dinner is going to be your biggest meal. If yeah. you guys have, Which I feel like it usually is usually, on vacation. Yeah, usually is. If you have like some sort of brunch type plan and you're going to have a bigger brunch, okay, well then start with brunch and then plan accordingly after, you know. Yep. It, it varies on your circumstance. But definitely work off of the biggest meal of the day so that you know, like if you're going out on vacation with family and friends and stuff to this dinner, you want to be able to eat whatever you want. Yeah. So plan ahead for it so that you're not sitting there stressing about the menu and being like, oh my gosh, I've already had this, this, I'm kind of full. I don't really have like, like stressing about it. Instead of doing that, work backwards. Yep. Because it's going to cause way more stress. It's going to bring the vibes down. You're going to be in a grumpy mood, most likely. You're going to be anxious. And that's mm-hmm. the last thing you want on vacation. You just want to enjoy yourself. And if you don't want to track on vacation don't don't yeah just worry about having fun seriously making your mindful choices touching into your hunger cues and your fullness cues and then going from there yeah and figuring out if you want to track or if you don't want to track on vacation i would just think priorities and stuff okay right so for example when i went to scottsdale in december when i went to austin last month two months ago whenever it was it was last month those were work trips for me mm-hmm. those are not fun vacation trips for me so therefore i treat them as a normal day so yeah. i track normal on those these bachelorette trips that i have for like my best friend and mine and wedding stuff that's fun trips those are my priority trips where like hey I'm going to just go have fun with my friends. But if you're traveling for work, which a lot of you do, even some of our clients do, you know, might have to be mindful of this is just another day. We're just doing work in a different location. Yeah. It's all about priorities. Absolutely. I like that idea too. Just treating it what it is, like according to what it is. Yep, exactly. Awesome. Anything else you want to throw in? This was a really good conversation on traveling and eating out and hope like some things that we said you guys can relate to. I was trying to think of something, but my brain is empty, so no. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys have any questions about this stuff too, let us know. We do have some handouts and some guides on traveling and eating out and stuff. That's what I was going to bring up. (laughs) Yeah, we have a lot of handouts and guides and stuff. So I know you guys have probably heard the restaurant stuff that we do. Um, You guys have heard that in previous podcasts. If you haven't already gotten your hands on that, definitely send us a message that says restaurant um, so that we can get that over to you. It's super, super helpful. I think we have like, how many restaurants is on there? I can't remember. It's like 20 something. Yeah. I feel like it's close to 30. Yeah. Something like that. Just like chain type restaurants and like macro friendly meals in there. It's so helpful. I know a lot of our clients use it on the run. I personally have it saved on my phone, like in my drive to pull up. But then we also have just like traveling trainings and other stuff like that and how to approach eating out. So if you want to get your hands on some of those free trainings, we can also send you the mindful eating and hunger cues. Yeah. Trainings and handouts. For sure. So if you want the mindful eating and hunger cues, just send us a message on Instagram that says mindful. And then if you want the eating out or traveling stuff, send us a DM that says travel and we'll get those guides and free trainings over to you. We have so much in our back pockets that could help you guys with this. And I don't ever want you guys to hesitate reaching out to us for a free training. That's what we're here for. We're here to help you. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why we create these trainings too. Of course, our clients have access to some exclusive stuff, but we also have a big, big, big vault of stuff that we can offer to you as well. So yeah, definitely reach out to us there. We have lots of information. I hope this was helpful. Oh, it sure is. If you have a vacation coming up, definitely re-listen to this. If you know someone who has a vacation coming up or struggles with this, send it to them. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And as always, rate and review. Always, right. always helps us out. Always helps us out. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It helps us out. And we just want to get this message and the things that we talk about out to more people. And that's the best way you can help us do that. Yes. Cool. All right, you guys. Well, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye guys. Bye.